Hi everyone. Hello. Welcome back to Looped Ladies. This is Natalie. This is Josie. And this is our last episode of 2020. Woohoo! The year that everyone wants to end, but nothing's really going to change once the clock <laughs> turns over. So get ready. It's pretty much going to be the same. <laughs> but we can be hopeful for 2021. Um, yeah. The vaccine is here. Mm-hmm. People are getting vaccinated. Yep. Um, and yeah, I mean, hopefully by the end of 2021, we'll see some improvements. But... yeah. Before we do that, we're going to do a wrap-up episode of Best of 2020, which, although it was a dumpster fire year, we're going to look at the best things in different categories. Yeah. There's been some good things that came out of it, so that's good. Yes. So we're going to focus on the good. Yeah. Um, But before we get started, we are going to do our quick segment of what we've been watching, reading, listening to. Oh, yeah. Um. I don't have a ton to contribute because I've just been busy, so I'm going to let Josie lead the way on this and one. And I do nothing but watch television, so, um, okay, I'm just going to, I can't even believe I haven't talked about this already, but Dairy Girls on Netflix, have you oh, watched that? No, but my favorite comedian, Heather McMahon, talks about Dairy Girls, okay. and she's like, everyone has to watch it. She talks about them constantly. So, Joe and I watched it when it first came out on Netflix, so like, we... We were kind of, like, early adapters, I guess. But, like, I didn't really, like, pay attention too much. And, like, it was just kind of on in the background. And then when the second season came out, we watched it, like, on and off. And then, like, a week ago, I was like, okay, I need to, like, sit down and watch this beginning to end, like, the whole entire show. So I did. And, I mean, they're really quick episodes. And it's just two seasons that are out. And it's just so good. And, like, the comedy is (laughs) – it's – I love smart comedy. And, like – Rewatching, you see more which i love i love shows like that um <laughs> but they they're so funny if you guys don't know what it is it's about <laughs> catholic high school girls in the mid to late 90s <laughs> in ireland in Derry. um so they're irish catholics man there's oh a whole other breed of God. catholics and like they're approaching the end of the irish was it called the Irish Revolution? I don't know what it was actually called. But, like, by the end of the 90s, Ireland became a free state of whatever the heck they were part of before. I can't remember exactly what it was. Weren't they part of um, New England? Sure. I'm really bad at history. Not New England. Things. Like, England. You, I don't know. UK. What they, Weren't they part maybe? of that whole Great Britain? Sure. I have no clue. <laughs> Clearly, this show's not about history. But anyways, but there are, like, a lot of, like, they allude to a lot of stuff about it and, like... <laughs> there's like different things they can and cannot do because of these things going on and the time is just like so great and all the music is like based in the time mm. and it's so good the amount of cranberries they play in that show because they're from ireland and and the the 90s nostalgia of the cranberries is just it's incredible so everything about it is so well done and the actresses <laughs> the actors in that show are just amazing um and if you're a fan of great british bake-off they had the cast on there on one of their episodes at the beginning of this year and like just I love a crossover yeah so anyways dairy girls can't believe i haven't talked about it before it's so good yeah and- that's good so actually no okay i have something to contribute because i feel like i don't talk about these because these are just like my standards mm-hmm. heather mcmahon i think i've kind of talked oh, about yeah. her podcast a little bit she has a podcast called absolutely not she is my favorite comedian. She's my favorite person to follow on Instagram. She, 
I love her. I love her. I love her. I love her mm-hmm. so much. She, everything about her, I love her. I haven't I listened to her, her podcast yet, but every Instagram video that she posts is just, so funny. It's amazing. Yeah. It's and I so love good. her style. And she's like a little bit, um, like top, top heavy. And she would like, she, oh, she talks about her thick yeah, neck and yes, like, <laughs> which I kind of relate to. And so like how she dresses, she kind of, when she like glams up, I'm like, Ooh, I love like her like fashion oh, yeah. choices too. I feel like giving good inspiration. Yeah. She's so cute and so funny. So, yeah, she's so cute. Um, so she's like a podcast called Absolutely Not, where, like, a lot of it's just, like, her gabbing with, like, her mom and sister, which is, like, so... F- it's just, like, not Love that it. well... Pro- or it's not, like, overly produced. Oh, it but sounds really familiar a- to... Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> but she has an Absolutely Not hotline where people can call and say, like, they're absolutely yes or not. Like, absolutely um, not. And kind of, like, yeah. this person did this absolutely not like it is just so funny and like she will talk back like that's funny yeah and heather will just kind of like have commentary on it so she's super funny um that's great she actually just announced that she's producing something for peacock yes she is called good grief she lost her dad like really suddenly to cancer um i think like five years ago and so i'm excited she's like i think in the last year she's really gained a lot of like more mainstream traction Mm. she like um, sometimes would co-host on the Today Show with um, Hoda. Yeah. Okay. Wait, that's the Today Show, right? What? Is that the Today Show with Hoda? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think that it got, she got more popular that way. And, like, she just started, like, touring her own comedy tour. Mm-hmm. Um, but she talks about how she was, like, worked at, like, Soul Cycle, just trying to become, like, an actress or, like, a comedian, like, like making no money. And it just, like, wasn't that long ago. So, like, I just, like, I love that. Like, she's just very relatable. Yeah, totally. Um, And it's awesome because she's also, like, Southern. So, like, she's, like, a big advocate of the South, which I think, like, admittedly, I kind of have, like, this, like, a stereotype or bias against mm-hmm. them, but she's also, like, I mean, actually, she was, like, I grew up kind of, like, classic Republican, but she, like, talks about, she's, like, yeah, I'm voting for Joe Biden, and, like, she's, like, not afraid to be, like, sure, like, like, herself, and, like, mm-hmm. even with, like, um, this summer, she's just, like, yeah, like, she's, like, if you think there's a question of, like, supporting the Black Lives Matter movement or not, she's, like, get off my page, and, like, she has, like, a lot of, kind of, like, I would say, like, suburban white moms sure. that follow her. So I just, like, love that she's, like, that's, like, her audience, but she also is, like, she's not, not going to lie about them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I love that for her, too. Um, yeah, and she just, her friends are really funny, too. So anyways, love listening to her. Obviously, my favorite murder to talk about all the time, Georgia and Karen. Which, oh, yeah, Elvis I can't away. even, like, deal with. So it it feels like... I obviously don't know these people who host my favorite yeah. murder. I don't know them. But, like, when you listen to a podcast or, like, watch a show for so long, you get ingrained in different areas of people's lives. So when Georgia, one of the hosts of My Favorite Murder, when her cat died, I was having a text conversation with somebody about how sad we were and, like, how it's just, like, it's so devastating and, like, it literally has nothing to do with us. Like, it could not be more removed, but, like... When they start talking about their lives and, like, you get to know these people and, like, know their family and all that. So, yeah, when her cat died, I, like, (laughs) I went down an Instagram hole of looking at her cats and just, it was really sad. I will say, (laughs) this is, it's kind of, I sympathize with her, but, and I even saw someone, like, some other celebrity on media, social media talk about, like, how her heart, like, broke into a million pieces over the passing of her dog. 
And I, I think it's because I didn't really grow up with animals. Yeah, that's, I would say. And it's like, I do understand it's sad. Um, but, like, when people are, like, I can't, like, my life is, like. Is over. To- yeah, I'm yeah. just, like, it's a little bit, to me, when people do that. And I, she didn't do that. But just, like, it's a little bit insensitive to, like, actual humans. Human beings. Like, yeah. losing, like, parents. I mean, even Heather McMahon, she talked, she was, like, her podcast, she was talking to someone else who lost, like, a parent really suddenly young. And when people were, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what you're going through, but, like, it was really close to my grandma. And they were, like, fuck you. Or, like, yeah, when people talk about animals. For yeah. sure. And it's not, it's not the same, but I, I do think that there's just, like, there's a different, like, piece of your, your brain or your heart that goes to animals than it does to people. And, like, and, I mean... I've never said that a death of a pet in my life has, like, ruined my life. And I've lost quite a few pets over over my lifetime. Um, But it really, like, it just, like, hurts your heart in a different way, I feel like. Yeah. Well, I I know, like, pets, like, get people through a lot of hard times. So there's, like, definitely a comfort in that. A comfort and also, like, even just her as an example, she had that cat for 16 years. I mean, like, that's a lot of life. Yeah. That you went through with one animal. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, which not every pet is that way. But, yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. It's it's not the same, and it's it's a different kind of pain than yeah. losing a human. Yeah. But it was still, like, I, like, went down the the Instagram rabbit hole of Elvis. Yeah. It was just sad. I know. Yeah, they haven't been releasing new ones, which I'm guessing that's why. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, and then the other one I've gotten back into. Well, they, they like went on hiatus for a while, and then in the pandemic, they're like, "Well, we basically were like chatting because two friends that host it. We basically, were chatting was like these are basically like glowing up pot or episodes. Like, why don't we just record our phone conversations? Mm. And so it's called Glowing Up, and it's mm-hmm. uh, with Esther and Caroline. Um, and Esther actually, I think, has a comedy special now on Netflix. But I think more recently, she's kind of come into um, more mainstream like fame mm, okay. um she was she was i did a guest appearance on the new girl bells episode oh who is she <laughs> she's like um the really short one remember when jess had like those <laughs> oh the bells guys? Yeah. oh yeah yeah that's um, such a great episode she's got the gloves yeah. on yeah <laughs> yes but she also <laughs> produced um she also produced what was the show recently that she was starred in um anyways her friend Caroline was a writer for that show. And so, like, they, I think they started the podcast when, like, Caroline was writing oh, for her sure. show. Okay. And then Caroline went on and was, like, a writer for the um, Late, 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 Late show with James mm. Corden. Mm-hmm. And then now has, like, is doing more things. So she's super funny. Cool. Um, I love, I love them two together. And I love Caroline's react- reactions to sometimes, like, what Esther says. Cause, like, I feel like Esther's kind of had as the cloud and Caroline's kind of, like, brings them, kind of, like, being like, like brings like her thoughts to an actual thought and so i love her but she's just so funny um but it's more of like a beauty podcast i mean they yeah. do talk about some other yeah. things like they've had people like glowing up your finances but okay um i just it's just yeah. kind of a nice easy breezy one yeah that's cool yeah look at you you have tons of suggestions today yeah <laughs> what else do you have um i think that's actually it okay. right now yeah for the for cool the intro all right, so for our best of 2020, best of we have a couple categories. Yes, we do. we're gonna go through, mm-hmm. starting with one that I picked. If our you best didn't already know, <laughs> beauty product. Yeah, 
I mean, I guess it would be household product or like lifestyle a, product. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you go first. Okay, so <laughs> every time I get my hair cut, I like ask my hairstylist if there's something else I should be doing or something else I should be using because I have really my hair gets really dry, especially my scalp, like really dry. So this year, she, she introduced me to the R and Co Crown Scalp Scrub. Mm. People love R and Co. Oh my god! And I never like. I don't always buy everything my hairstylist recommends, and like I don't always just you know be like here take my money and do whatever. But I there was something do. about it. What? That's what I kind of do. <laughs> but there was something about it that I was like, okay, I need this because my scalp just has always been kind of awful. Ever since I've started using that. Okay, so I hate washing my hair. It is my biggest. Uh, it takes so much time. It's so, like, it's just intensive. It just seems like it takes forever, whatever. So I actually, like, enjoy washing my hair because, like, it's so soothing and it smells so good. And it's just, like, oh, it's so great. And, like, it is, like, kind of, like, crystally, so you can, like, feel mm. it dissolving. And it's so, oh, it's so great. So, so great. So that's one that, like... I'm probably going to buy forever and ever and ever. <laughs> Do you use it every time you shampoo? Yeah, but I don't wash my hair every day. I mean, I wash my okay, hair. Okay, so you do that, then you shampoo, then you condition. Shampoo, then that, then condition. Oh, Yeah, okay. because the, you're supposed to do it on relatively clean. Interesting. Yeah, but, like, it's so, and it actually is, like, very conditioning itself. So, like, I use less conditioner now. Um, but it's so soothing. It makes my scalp feel amazing. And it's mm. it's truly, like, it feels really luxurious for not that much money i mean mm. i don't remember exactly how much it cost but like it was not that outrageous and it was definitely like um like life-changing for not that much money <laughs> so, yes that's, that's awesome. mine <laughs> okay i have a couple and i'm gonna try to not have this be like the beauty episode Three which i want to do no just kidding go ahead or my minimalist beauty anyways so i think it was glowing up the podcast had the founders mm. of a company called tower 28 and they're a really cool company they're kind of new um a little bit like beachy but and i think everything is under 28 dollars, so it's, like, it's meant to be like accessible mm. well they kept talking about how like they have this sos daily rescue facial spray and like it's just like their cult product like it just like everyone it always sells out and it kind of was like a little bit vague and i was like what is this hmm. well it was 12 dollars for one ounce and i think i was like buying something from sephora and i was like i'm just gonna try it and I think I bought something else from them that kind of just, like, seemed like a fun product. And they were talking about it. It seemed like rave reviews. And even, um, anyways, so I'll tell you. So I bought it, $12. And I, it's a spray. And so I wash my face and then I spray it before I put my serums on it. Okay. And it is a soothing, purifying, and repairing daily rescue spray for angry, stressed out skin. Which is, like, still not that specific. So, I really don't yeah, know. So it's, like, kind it? of, like, it's honestly, like, magic potion. <laughs> it, and people have used it, and it's, like, cured their eczema. Like, it's even what? received the National Eczema Association Seal of Acceptance. Oh, hi. Do I need to order this? <laughs> yes. Maybe you should. <laughs> Can I spray this on my arms for eczema? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I think it's for, like, sunburns and stuff like that. And so, I just put it oh on it because God. I'm, like... I think it helps prevent acne. Like, I've had really good skin since I started using it. And just, like, making sure, like, yeah, your face is, like, in good shape. Oh, my God. And it keeps your skin. Live your best skin life with calm, happy, softer skin. This is not an ad, but 
she's she's definitely doing it justice yeah and it's like they said this is the write-up our skin goes through a lot blemishes flaky skin makeup sweat which i've been working out a lot not to mention environmental aggressors like dirt pollution uv exposure and temperature changes think of the sos as your happy solution to angry skin and here's the reason it works it's inspired by you the hero ingredient oh here we go we got some actual science (laughs) the hero ingredient hypochlorous acid is naturally found in your white blood cells yeah which helps to fight and defend your body from harmful bacteria and inflammation when applied to the skin, hypochlorous acid triggers an immune boost, which then signals to your body to repair and heal irritated skin. The unique solution is pH balance of 4.5 and formulated for facial skin, but it's safe to use on all ages and anywhere on your skin. Ooh. So I bought a yeah. one ounce, which was $12 because I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So then black, this is one of my Black Friday purchases. I bought the big size and then the small size for my travel kit nice yeah yeah hypochlorous acid i i have that in a couple (laughs) you guys are learning a lot that i have really gross skin it's really bad but anyways i have that in a couple of my i've had it before in a couple of my prescriptions Mm. um for dermatitis i believe Mm, so yeah yeah, that makes sense yeah you Um, should get it i might need to buy that you should um i just want to do some honorable mentions (laughs) (laughs) of course she is go for it Yes, and so that is one I've discovered this year. Um, one other one I think I bought for the first time, which I've heard about this for a while, especially from, I think, Courtney Kerr is, like, the one that mm. I heard about initially. Colleen Rothschild Number no. 9 Oil, which is just, like, a really hydrating oil oh. to put on, like, in the morning before you do makeup or at night. And some people, that's enough of a moisturizer. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes you have to put moisturizer on after but that one is awesome. So much so that it's like $90 for one ounce and I bought it again. Oh. Black Friday. But that's like basically what I bought for Black Friday is like skincare. How long does that last you? Mm, I don't like I, it's, it's, some of my serums I don't put on like with every time I wash. Mm-hmm. So I'll kind of alternate between that and my other honorable mention Kiehl's Minute Recovery Serum. Oh, yeah. Um, so it probably last me like three, four months. Okay. Yeah, but it's expensive. Yeah, that's So is Kiehl's, kind of. I mean, I bought the bigger size on the Nordstrom anniversary sale, but I feel like they're, like, one ounce is, like, 60. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's okay. Okay, and this is one I just thought of, and this is kind of part... I want to get into this more on another episode, but kind of, like, minimizing and your beauty routine in the sense of, like, both just for streamlining it, but also the impact on the environment. So one thing I finally got, honestly, this is probably my first time I've purchased this in probably 10 years. Maybe not quite. I got a new razor. So, well, I got like razor heads, but like an actual new okay, razor. got it. <laughs> I so got, what did you get? I don't know how you pronounce it. I don't know if it's like we, O-U-I. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've and seen it's that a metal, but okay. it's a single blade metal razor so all you do is replace the razor blades so it comes in this tiny little pack of new ones and the old ones you can that you discard goes on the back of the pack and then like you can either i think you can send them in or like most cities have like sharp recycling or any sharps container like even you see that at bathrooms yeah um and it's gold and i think it's a black woman owned company Mm -hmm. which i love Mm -hmm. um and I want to try out some of their, like, oil or, like, their um, kind of, like, shave gel. But it is, like, I researched a lot because I wanted a new one because I was, like, using Venus. And I just was, like, okay, I'm over this. 
Well, the reason why, though, like, some of those razors that have multiple razor blades heads that, like, give you skin irritation is because each razor is going more under and cutting into your skin, which causes ingrown hairs, rather than a single blade smooths right over mm. your skin and takes the skin follicle off, mm-hmm. where the ones with multiple blades is, like, digging into your skin, irritating mm. it. Okay. And it's such a nice light shave, and it just is, like, it's so easy to shave. Like, I feel like before it was just, like... I was, like, worried about cutting or, like, going around, like, my knees or whatever. Like, this was so easy. And, like, I did cut myself because I was, like, trying to apply pressure. Oh, so there's no pressure needed. Yeah. Okay. Like, the pressure, the weight is, like, I think it's made in Germany from, like, a manufacturer that's been making razor blades for, like, 10 years. Or, not 10 years, 100 years. <laughs> Sorry. I was, like, oh, okay. And the weight is, like, <laughs> meant to give you the pressure that you need. Oh. But I love it. Like, literally, yeah, that's cool. Like, I think a 10 razor blade pack is also very cheap. Mm-hmm. And it's so small. Like, I hated having all these plastic. Yeah. Yes. And it was so much packaging, all these yeah. plastic things, like, that you'd have to store. And I just felt like they got gross. And I'm like, that's a glow up I need in my life. I think it was like 60 or 70 for the initial. But then the blades are way cheaper. Mm-hmm. Very excited about that. That's cool. Nice. That's it. Oh, okay. Great. I'm. I, I want to do a separate beauty yeah, podcast for sure. episode. Okay. Next topic. Okay. Thing that happened to us. Best of the things that happened to us. Okay. In 2020. Okay. You go first. Um, starting a podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, I had that for one of my other categories. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that like. We talked about this for a little while before we actually started it. But like. The pandemic was able, like, we were a little more propelled to do it because we had more time and, like, there's more, I don't know, convenient time to getting this, like, off the ground. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you'll agree with that. Um, But I was hesitant at first, and it's only because I have done a podcast before, and, like, sometimes it ends up being more time intensive than you ever think, and sometimes it can be stressful, so that, like, that was, those are the only things that I was just, like, kind of, like, I don't know if I want to do it right now and whatever. And, like, I had this moment where I was, like, I haven't been creating anything of mm-hmm. any kind mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I went to school for journalism where I used to write all the time. I don't really do any of that. Um, obviously, my other podcast ended when I <laughs> no longer lived with my podcasting partner. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, like, don't do any, like, a creative outlet. Like, I'm not... I wasn't even hardly working out, let alone, like, dancing or anything like that. So I was just, like, I had to, like, tell myself to be, like, you know what? Just fucking stop think- overthinking everything and just mm-hmm. do it. So anyway, this is the best thing that has happened to me this year. Oh, that <laughs> makes me so excited. <laughs> yeah, it was a slow burn before we announced it because... Yeah. Well, yeah, so you were hesitant at first, which yeah. I feel like I respected that. <laughs> you did. Yeah. And then it took us a while because I was like, okay, well, we got to figure out music. And it took us a while of like, how do you even do that? Yeah. And then to buy the rights to yeah. the like opening music. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of, the whole microphone situation. Yeah. And then once we had microphones, I was like, I'm, we're working with my 2011 laptop. And yep. I was like, how do you even record off two microphones for a while? So it right. took a while. And then we while. did a lot of branding, going back and forth yes. on our branding. Instagram plans and and then I and then there's like a couple things we parking lotted for like maybe for sure. when we yeah want to yeah. we have some growth plans but um but we wanted to 
if we were going to do this to like launch it right. So like, yeah. I think that, you know, there was a lot of build up because we just wanted to make sure that we had everything that we wanted yeah. for the get go. Yes. But we're still going to improve. I feel like for our sure. sound quality, we're going to keep trying to get that better. Yeah. The last couple episodes. Please give us feedback on the sound. Yeah. Or maybe don't because we might get mad. But well, we actually know we're working on it. Yeah. We're trying. I'm trying. <laughs> we're there. We're I have there. a consultant. I'm bringing in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That. And I feel like we wanted to do some like cover art. Maybe that's yeah, like 2021. For sure. Anyways. um, Yeah. So I think that's been exciting for sure. Yeah. I love that. And yeah. it was like also too, like I wasn't teaching and I've always wanted to do this. Like my dream job is to be a podcast host. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. And so Why then, not? so then I, like, I wasn't teaching either. And I was like, and the other thing too that the podcast helped was like, I feel like I just had so many complex thoughts, especially this year about everything happening. Yeah. And you and I would have such good conversations. And I was like, I just wanted to put it out into the world yeah. in a way that felt a little bit less like kind of like screaming into the void that like maybe uh-huh. Instagram could. So, yeah. and this feels like, a little bit more safe to like even have some more open conversations so. for sure yeah i agree yeah um my thing that i wrote down and i have the podcast for a, li- a later category so the <laughs> thing that i have written down for this category is that i got promoted yes you did yes yeah that's very in the exciting. pandemic yeah it was kind of a long slow build too right. um so it wasn't out of nowhere but and i was able to negotiate yeah in that's a pandemic. Great. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. So, yeah, I'm proud of myself. I'm that's wonderful. in a role that I think most people have a lot more experience to be in. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. No, you're doing great. Okay, this is going to... Next category is music, movie, TV show, whatever. That kind of whole mm-hmm. genre of media. Okay, so I'm going to go music. Okay. Because all I do is talk about television, so this is good. Um but also because, like, in terms of things that have come out this year that I've fallen in love with, music has definitely, there's been so many amazing things that have come out in this pandemic. Um, but my top two albums are John Legend's Bigger Love mm. and Dreamland by Glass Animals, which I know I've talked about before. But God, I gotta listen to that. Both such good albums and, like, so feel good and, like, John Legend's voice just always, like, it's like a hug all the time. It's like peanut butter. Oh, my God. It's just so great. And so, yeah, I was so pumped about his album. And, like, you know, obviously we all love his wife as well. And she's in one of his music videos. It's just the sweetest thing in the whole world. Mm -hmm. And anyways, so that album has really been sitting with me all pandemic. I love it. And then Dreamland, Glass Animals, which I've talked about. Love that. So, yeah. Um, mine I'm gonna dedicate to Shit's Creek, which Heck I know yeah. I'm not unique in that, but yeah, it took me Josie and Maria both kind of being like, "Why the fuck haven't you watched this?" <laughs> to, for me to be like, because starting new stuff is really hard, especially when you're like in a pandemic. Yeah, and that was a good call, very yeah. heartwarming. I think the other one that I did too, at you, both of your recommendation is um, Grace and Frankie. Oh yeah, which Maria so doesn't even good. listen. So I'm like, why am I giving her so much? Yeah, Maria, you don't get any credit for this. It's all me. I know. <laughs> and I literally, it was talking to her, and she was like, "Well, if it makes me feel better, I haven't listened to a podcast in over a year." I was like, "It's fine. I don't care if people listen." But anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, Grace and Frankie is a great show. Yeah, both of them are just kind of heartwarming and really mm-hmm. funny and um, good palate cleansers. And both of them are just amazing representations of families in this day and age, and like 
all the different dynamics people have and yes it's yeah so good and i think the thing i love about grace and frankie is that the main characters are two older women yeah. which i mean i think people in hollywood have said like oh there's an expiration date on you but it's like no i love that yeah they had older women and like we need to see that more oh for sure yeah and Great not just show. be like a grandparent or parent yeah. role like they were like they have a business they were going through their life yeah changes like yeah. them as characters not yeah. as moms or, right yeah yeah absolutely um okay we're gonna make this snappy okay food or beverage meal or like outing or whatever kind okay. of like eating drinking okay so no one else is gonna care unless you live in minneapolis but um we have, we have a neighborhood coffee shop fragment mm. that natalie and i both love and their almond milk latte has been bringing me so much joy this year and i just i love their vibe i just it's very close to me so i can walk there real quick um yeah it's such a cool space such a cool space i've worked there a couple of times when things were open a little bit i know you did too um just like sitting there yeah it's nice and really nice um but yeah it's been really it's been really cool to explore new coffee shops and like new places in our neighborhood like in the time that i've lived here but then obviously the pandemic happened and like there's so much that I can't. So it's yeah. very it's very nice to have one thing that's kind of been a little bit of a constant. Yes, so, yes. for sure. Okay, I have kind of two things, but um my first is a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um and this was like probably my last meal before everything shut down with COVID. It was for my birthday. Yes. I went and I've been wanting to try this place forever. Yeah. It's in our neighborhood. Same. It's called Caro No Mis. I think I'm saying it right. Oh, I thought. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about where we went for your birthday. That was also great. But <laughs> Caro No Mis. Yes. So it is a sushi place, and people would describe it like it's the type of like Japanese cuisine that you would get in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like even like the sushi places that you might think of here, like aren't, from my understanding, aren't like what you would be served. Mm-hmm. And. First of all, the restaurant, the ambiance, the details, and the attention to detail within the service was insane. And it was all so subtle, but, like, so well-polished. Mm. Like, everything. And I don't even remember, like, the coat check and, like, just, like, how mm. they, um, so how they, like, take away, like, utensils or give you new ones. It's just, like, it's just, like, kind of appeared. Love like, it. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's so cool inside. And so... I wanted to go, and it's a little bit more spendy, and I knew that wasn't fair to, like, pick as, like, you know, like, a friend, like, dinner <laughs> spot, you. or, like, um, and I knew a lot of people wouldn't appreciate, like, the, the, like, the quality, and so I was like, okay, I think my mom will go with me, and she likes sushi, I actually introduced it to her, but she likes it, and so we went, just the two of us, which was kind of fun, especially when you're one of five. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't get a lot of one-on-one time. Yeah. Um, and I, they had this thing where you pay, I think it's, like, $95 for the food, and it includes, like, all your courses, but, like, you don't pick any of it. It's just, like, the, the chef serves mm-hmm. you. You sit mm-hmm. at the chef counter. The mm-hmm. chef's right in front of you. It was incredible. It had, like, food I hadn't even had before. And, like, they even ground up the wasabi right in front mm. of you when they served it. And they even had, like, like custards. Like, just even the food I've never even tried when I've had sushi before. Incredible. And then I had 
So Japan, I think, is known for like their whiskey. So they have a really good whiskey bar upstairs. Mm. I had their old fashioned, and it was like the best old fashioned I've ever mm. had. And their ice cube had their logo up top, which was like just another <laughs> detail love I loved. Yeah. <laughs> um, incredible. Like, just like the whole experience, top to bottom, was love like it. the best of the best of the best. So that was incredible. The other honorable mention I'll say was I typically every summer my family does like a Cajun boil oh, or yeah. like, uh, yeah, where it's like shrimp and um, Cajun sausage and corn and you like dump it out on like um, newspaper. We didn't do that this year because, you know, COVID. <laughs> and normally I feel like I have it like another time at Smack Shack, which is also in a neighborhood. Yeah. So to have that either because with their limited menu, it's not like they can, you know, properly yeah. do that. Yeah. So, Magnolia Volume 2 Cookbook has a Cajun sheet pan dinner. Oh. And I was like, oh, I lo- I could honestly eat Old Bay Spice, like, fun dip. It's so good. Um, And I made it, and I got some really good shrimp from, like, Kowalski's and um, had a couple other things. And you just, like, put it all together on a sheet pan and let it m- bake. And it was incredible. Like. Love it. Yeah. I l- it was so good. And I feel like I, like, made, like, gin and tonics or something, like, some good cocktail set on my deck. Um, yeah, so that was, like, a really good meal that I made myself. Awesome. That's great. Do you like that I didn't even think of something I made myself? Because that wouldn't be on the best of the best list. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay. Um, activity. All right. It's going to sound so lame. (laughs) But walking the dog has become, like, a very big thing for me. So... A little backstory, I never lived with a dog before Joe and I lived together. And so, like, I occasionally would, like, walk the dog with him, like, when we would go, like, I'd visit. Mm -hmm. But, like, Frank and I have routines now. And, like, because of the pandemic, like, we've just been able to do a lot more, like, long walks together. And, like, I'm a person that's always enjoyed a good walk, whether by myself or with other people. But, like, with him, it's just so wonderful. Because people love seeing him. He loves seeing other dogs. He's so happy that, like, it's just, like, it's the best part of his day, like, every day, which is just, like, so exciting for him. Like, so, yeah, that's been, like, become, especially when, like, gyms were closed and, like, all I could do was go outside and, like, not do a lot of activity, like, for working out. It's been a saving grace. Well, that was, I was even, like, potentially going to talk about this. Like, I feel like early pandemic when it was, like, stay at home and, like, all you really honestly could do is walk. Go we had, walks, like, our yeah. weekly Friday walks yeah. where we did, like, seven miles yeah. and then we would get, like, takeout and eat yep. it on a yep. uh, curb. <laughs> Literally sitting on the curb. Yeah. yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. Like, just to, like, have it. That was, like, honestly the only thing we had, like, going because, like... We couldn't do anything else. Yeah. And that was, like, when it was, like, yeah. It feels like really 20 years ago. <laughs> I know. It was, like, the spring. I feel like that was, like... Yeah. March, yeah. April, May, we really did that. But yeah, I honestly... I went on a run a co- um, like two weeks ago by the river, but before that, I was like, I had not been by the river in, in a long time. A yeah. long time, and I was like so used to doing that three miles. Yeah, because even when we went to go on the walks, I would just do that loop yeah. and like do a run back before I had my Peloton, right? <laughs> which is forecasting for another category. Yeah, I'm guy sure it on. is. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, what's your activity? My activity. Well, this is where I had started a podcast. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So we kind of talked about That's that. That's valid. Okay. <laughs> we're going to keep this snappy, so we're just going to move on. All right. 
purchase. Okay, so lame, but so life-changing. I bought a collapsible desk for my bed because I'm working from home. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've asked you how that's been going. So, I mean, I'm in an apartment, so I knew that if I was going to be working from home for a while, I'd have to come up with something creative of, like, how I could be productive and, like, have a little bit of a quote-unquote station to work from. So I had, like, seen all these little collapsible, like, lap desks essentially advertised and so i bought one right before black friday i think they had a big sale and it's been really good like i can put my laptop on it i feel like i'm sitting up better it feels a little bit more like a desk am i still working from the top of my bed yes usually i'm sitting on my bed but i can put it on the coffee table i can put it on the island and stand um so it's just kind of improved you know my all-around work environment in that way and like is that a purchase that I probably will need ever again? Maybe not. But like, I mean, you need it's it been a lifesaver. I mean, a $50 lifesaver. Yeah, I'll take it any day of the week. Like it's oh, been, yeah. and it, because I'm going to need it for more, like probably at least another six months. So yeah, that has been, <laughs> it's so lame, but like that has been the best, <laughs> the best purchase of the no, year. No, <laughs> it's for the reality of the yeah, situation. I know. <laughs> Mine for sure is my Peloton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so much so that I want the Peloton tread, but I do not have space. It's, I mean, like, I know it's so hyped up, but, I mean, it, it, and people are like, oh, I don't really like to bike, or I'm not a big biker. <laughs> um, People say that, like, my roommate said that, too, and she, like, was, like, started riding, and she's like, yeah, I'm hooked. She, like, mm-hmm. wants to cancel a gym membership. Um. It's just, like, the community and the instructors are just, like, that's, like, the game changer. Mm -hmm. And, like, how they organize the app and the collections and, like, how they track your progress. Yeah. And, um, like, the metrics and how you can, like, you know, compare PRs. Like, it just, it really is motivating. And it's such a, when I'm sitting all day, like, to, like, build that and be like, hey, I'm doing a 30-minute ride Mm -hmm. at lunch. Yeah. That's great. And then, like, some weights after, like, I just... It makes me feel like a human, and it's so easy to stay consistent. Like, this is probably the most consistent I've ever been mm. without being, like, in an activity yeah. Um, to work out. Because it's, like, literally right there in my living room. It makes me feel good. I don't mm-hmm. have to, like, think about, like, packing a bag or anything. Like, yeah. I'm honestly just wearing, like, biking shorts and a sports bra. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I get socks, and my shoes are up there. I have my water bottle up there. My headphones are right up there. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, all set up that it's just, like, yeah, it's... It honestly is so worth it. And actually, I did I did the lower... Well, actually, I bought the bike right before they announced the higher-end one. And I kept the lower-end one, um, which is fine. And the... So I financed it for, like, 0% for, like, 39 months. But now I think it's shorter because they gave me some money back because they dropped the price mm. right after I bought mm-hmm. it. But the financing monthly plus the $40 monthly membership is lower than what I was paying for my for the gym. gym. Yeah. And I feel like I get such a variety. Like they have mm-hmm. Pilates and bar class and a bicycling and I do wish I had the tread, but they have outdoor running classes. Yeah. So I mean that's the moment you buy the tread, I'm here every day. So. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's like honestly gonna be like hot where I sleep <laughs> if that's what I do. I will also say too, like I've enjoyed it for the first time, like really intentionally like decorating my place and like buying like furniture and art for sure really intentionally from like local makers and um i had to do it out of like necessity but it's been like really enjoyable to not just be like okay go to ikea and get like the cheapest thing and like um you're curating it baby yeah and it's been cool because like while i have spent a lot of money i feel like i've done it in a pretty good way that i'm proud of myself like 
I stayed for so long to buy my TV with all gift cards. And, like, I did... I didn't really... I mean, I did finance my Peloton, which I could have bought in cash. But um, all the other things, like, I bought it as I went. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of a lot all at once. But, like, I'm proud of, like, I've been able to do that. Yeah. And I really want to do my room. Yeah. You'll get there. Yeah. Those will be your best purchases of 2021. Is yeah. your new bedroom stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, memory. Okay. So my memory, favorite memory this year is my one year anniversary with my husband. It's our crazy. one year marriage anniversary. That came so fast. Yeah. I mean, we had our 11 year dating anniversary in August and then yeah, boom, we've been married a year in October. Um, but it was so good because like, obviously it's been a weird first year to be married um yeah with the pandemic but so like we like got an airbnb and just like went out of town and it was on october gorgeous leaves just like unbelievable weather we were just outside walking around we were sitting doing absolutely nothing reading mm. like spending time separately just like chilling out and we were on a lake at our airbnb and it was so i was just what i needed and it was the fact that, like, obviously, we were also celebrating, like, being married a year. So that was fun. I mean, like, yeah. we were. But it was more just, like, <laughs> when we were planning this little getaway, Joe was just like, why do we need to go for more than one night? I mean, like, what are we going to do? Because it's a pandemic. Like, there's not, like, we can explore the towns or whatever. And I was like, I just need to get out of this apartment, man. <laughs> like, we've been in here for months. Yeah. So just having two nights away was just, like, oh, my God, it was so great. And, like, unending time where we didn't have to be like we've spent so much time together in the apartment but we've i've been working he's been running around whatever it's like it was unending time of us just like chit-chatting doing nothing yeah. spending some time together like it was just so good so anyway that was my best memory yeah there. it's so nice to be in a place and do nothing in like a really cozy place <sighs> and like we were so intentionally like Mm-hmm. Even though it was a pandemic, so like there's not much we could have done anyway. But like we even we could have taken the kayaks out at the Airbnb, and we just didn't because we're just like we don't want to do it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So it was just so much relaxing, and like it was great. That's awesome. Yeah, my favorite memories are along the same lines. So just with like being able to work remote anywhere, and just like also like trying to take some PTO, I have been able to do um, some kind of like trips mm-hmm. that I think I've done safely but yeah. um in September we went to the North Shore mm. my siblings and my mm-hmm. mom and stayed on Lake Superior the best which was again just like we just like made f- fires and hiked mm-hmm. and cooked and it was really low stress because like we didn't have to like be anywhere mm-hmm. or do anything mm-hmm. So that was really enjoyable. And that was, like, I think when numbers were, like, pretty good. Yeah. Um, October, I went to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just, like, a lot of hiking. I hiked to my beer set, which I talked about mm-hmm. with some of my friends, which was really, really fun. Um, and then November, I think I kind of alluded to this, but I haven't really talked about it in detail, is I did a, like, three-week-long road trip with my really good friend. She was my roommate in college. And we saw five national parks on the weekends. We worked during the week, and we just stayed in, like, Airbnbs and remote, and they were really cute. Um, and it was just so nice to be with her and um, just, like, decompress. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of, like, I needed to, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just, like, alone so much that it's just, like, I need to be with, like, yeah, 
a friend and just like her she was working remote too so it just was like really fun to be like see these like awesome parks and be able to do that with her and I just yeah I love her so much so um and I I normally would see her at most maybe once a year now yeah she like lived in Dallas and yeah yeah so it's like it's it's such a treat to see some people Mm -hmm. more than you would have yeah which brings us to our last topic, which is what's like, what were we grateful for for 2020 or like silver lining? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, haven't been like the biggest fan of working from home, but I have mm. been really appreciating some of the small bonuses of working from home. So like, like you had mentioned before us being able to like meet up for coffee in the middle of the day, like for our break, like. Couldn't do that before. Like, yes. Just, like, weird little things like that that just were not part of my day during the week. Um, and, like, not having to get up in the snow and go into work. And, like, just little things I'm trying to, like, really appreciate about being home. Um, so I've been trying to recognize all that. Um, the amount of time I've been able to spend with my husband in our first year of marriage, which has been good and bad, like... I mean, we have spent so much time mm-hmm. together because of this, but like, um, so many things that like we just we wouldn't have been doing before. Like, there are like on days that he's not working and he just makes breakfast for both mm-hmm. of us, and like I, you know, even if I have to work, like him coming in with a coffee refill for me, like it sounds like I'm just sitting here talking about how great he is to me, <laughs> but also just spending us spending time together, <laughs> like. He is really great. But anyways, the the fact that, like, we didn't anticipate that within five months of getting married, we would literally be the only people we would see most of the time was kind yeah. of hard. But, like, it's been so good. And, like, I just, I feel like it's kind of, like, it's been a really good way <laughs> for us to spend our first year, I think. Like, it's, for us, it's been good. I don't yeah. know how to describe it. But, like. Well, it seems like you've been able to have space to, like not be stressed about schedules and just like enjoy each other which that's another thing that I added to my list was (laughs) like learning to connect with people in all types of ways and taking the time to like Mm. do those kinds of things Mm -hmm. like yeah like we've had time and space to like FaceTime do Zoom calls call people like without like a schedule because I am a very schedule oriented person and so like having this like very flexible time which my husband thrives under has been good I think it's taught me a lot and it's also kind of taught him that like this is not normally how I function but I'm getting better (laughs) yes yes (laughs) yeah I love that for you (laughs) um yeah I think like kind of like a silver line like yes working from home is really really hard for me but, like, the the positives are being able to, like, work remote mm-hmm. and, like, you know, anywhere travel. Yeah. Um, so trying to take advantage of that as well as, like, yeah, little things you can do, like, you know, get me up for coffee or doing a ride in the middle of the day mm-hmm. and not having to worry about, like, showering and going back to work. Right. I'll say I'm very grateful to for my health. Like, I mm. knock on wood. Have been healthy this mm-hmm. whole time, and like my family has been too. Um, and you know, still have a job, so sometimes you gotta, even yeah. as stressful as that can be, yeah. um, be grateful for that, yeah. 
Okay, let me plug in the f- mic real quick. I'm at like six percent. So we well, we're gonna go right into our joy, right? Yes. Our joy for the week. So my joy is Christmas lights. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> it's so simple, but like it's something that every year I think I forget how awesome it is to see. Um, so yeah, my husband and I are gonna go drive around and look at Christmas lights and like even just seeing them in the city is so cool. Like people's windows and like yeah. our building is doing like a window decorating competition. That's <laughs> like, cool. You can win stuff. Um, well, the lights are so they they create coziness when mm-hmm. our days are so short. Yes, and that's kind of like the whole huga lifestyle. Yeah. Um, the Danish kind of like yep. cozy living. Um, there's yeah. a little book of huga where it's like, yeah, when it's cold out, like you stay happy by having like these like nice lights and mm, candles mm-hmm. and warm beverages and yeah. cake and stuff like that. So. Yeah. And like we actually hung up lights in our window this year, which last year we didn't do and it just it makes it feel a lot more homey and it's bringing me a lot of joy to like even just see our dogs sitting by our Christmas tree and like yeah. little things like that. So, yeah, Christmas lights are 100% my joy right now. <laughs> Yeah, I will say, yeah, I did put up garland. I still haven't done a tree on my own, but yeah, I did put up garland beautiful. with yeah. lights, and that was about all I had energy for, but I it's do gorgeous. really appreciate it. Um, My joy, and it's, it's, I mean, it's hard, but mm-hmm. it, um, we started teaching a virtual season for one of my groups. Mm-hmm. I don't think the other two are going to do anything, but... As much planning and logistical nightmares that is, which can be stressful, it's just been really good to, like, talk to um, the people I teach with, which are, like, honestly, we're all just, like, really good friends. Mm -hmm. And to see the students and to, like, think about moving and creating. Like, it's been a little bit hard for me to, like, even get into my body to Mm -hmm. start to choreograph or... I was teaching a bar class and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so rusty. Like, I, I had to, like, read up and... You know, watch some videos to just, like, make sure I was thinking through everything. But it's been good to, like, get that kind of back in a little bit without it being... Some groups are, like, doing all in person, and that is beyond stressful to oh me. Oh, my gosh, I, I could not imagine. Yeah. That's got to be That hard. would have no joy in it. Right. Um, as much as I want to be able to do that, but just, like, safety-wise, like, it's just... Right. It's so hard. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's nice to at least do what we're doing, and, you know, we'll see what it comes, but... Um, yeah, that's been, that's I'm excited great. to see how that unfolds. Yeah. I do miss, though, like, seeing all the people I teach with. It's like... For sure. I was talking to my friend Jonathan, and I was like, yeah, you have your, your you know, best friends that you're really intentional making plans with, but I'm like, I have so many friends that I just see them as part of teaching. Yeah. At post-rehearsal, post-show hangs, mm-hmm. happy hours, that I, I'm not seeing, and it's like, I miss those people in my life. Yeah, I'm sure. But even just talking to them, that's good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there's just some of them, but um, yeah. yeah, there's some other ones I still haven't been able to see, even online. Um, okay, well, I think that wraps it up. So this will be our last episode for 2020. We'll see you in the new year, and we'll keep on keeping on. Yeah, we hope you enjoy your New Year's Eve, and if, even if it's a little bit uneventful this year. And join us next year. <laughs> Yes, tell your friends. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye.